Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever and whenever you happen to be tuning in in the great wide world brought together by the internet. It is the last three guys to do a podcast, our after Thanksgiving show as everything is kind of come to a head in this weekend. A lot, a lot of stuff going on. Rivalry weekend has taken out Ohio State in a cliffhanger at the big house. Unbelievable game that was. I listened to most of the most of it. Auburn couldn't get it done against Alabama. Georgia had a surprising tough time against Georgia Tech. And a lot of other events happened as well. And of course, in the NFL, the Falcons have proven that when you put them against the rest of the league, well, you might have some trouble. But when you put them against the NFC South, that's when they play their best. A nice victory against the New Orleans Saints, even though Desmond Ritter did his best to kind of give it away. Yeah, he did have two picks, but to Desmond's credit, he realized he had Bijan Robinson. Two touchdowns for him, one on the ground, one through the air, and a pretty good receiving catch as well. And of course, who can forget Jesse Bates, a pick six against David Carr that uh, resulted in the Falcons' first touchdown of the day. This win by Atlanta puts them in first place in the NFC South. Yes, they are tied with New Orleans, but they do have a couple of tiebreakers in their favor. Number one is the perfect 3-0 in the division, as well as that victory. So Atlanta going to come into a big three-game stretch coming up at the Jets next week, then home with Tampa, and then at Carolina. Three big matchups, and if they can win those games, which again is a big if, they will probably get the NFC South title and that home game with Dallas in the first round of the playoffs. And Daniel, uh, we've been saying this all year long, how Arthur Blank and Arthur Smith, you know, true, the de- the offense has had a little bit of problems, but boy, those defensive substitutions, those defensive free agents, Jesse Bates, Clay Campbell, they have been knocked out of the park But for if you want to mix your sports metaphors for Atlanta. <clears throat> yeah. Um, if I got a, gave a letter grade to these Falcons today, I'd say A-. minus, And here's why. And Leon looked at me like, whoa, really? <laughs> yeah, here's why. I never felt watching this game that Atlanta was in real big trouble. Yeah. And the reason why is because the Saints know how to trip themselves up. They are not really good offensively. If you don't get Kamara in the end zone, you don't really have anything. Mm-hmm. Michael Thomas not being there doesn't help them out either. So he he's out for a couple of weeks with that knee injury. And, yeah, they got some big playmakers. Chris Olave is going to be a tremendous receiver for them. And, and – Sometimes when you look at Derek Carr, you look at him and you say, man, he could be an elite quarterback. He was making some elite throws, and then he makes throws where it's like, well, okay, I'm not worried about him. (laughs) He was doing a lot of that more so than anything else. And the turnovers hurt them too, right? It hurt them more than it hurt us because we each turned the ball over two times. And Jesse Bates was part of that problem. He's the sole reason why they get an A-. minus. Oh, okay, yes. and the running game and what they did in the fourth quarter and how they ran and how they controlled the clock to get the 24 points. First off, Jesse Bates. Let's talk about him. Uh, he was the best safety in the free agency class. He was probably the best defensive back in the free agency class. Atlanta said, nope, we got to get him. 
he makes a difference because he is a smart football player. He just knows where people are going to be, and he knows how to get around the ball. And it's rare that you see Jesse Bates miss a tackle, right? right. It's Once he gets there, he's a sound, he's a very fundamental tackler. And that's what I love about him. And then <clears throat> on the pick six, Derek Carr is staring his receiver down. And when you're playing in a zone and it's a and it's just a and it's a cover one and Bates is the long guy back there, Bates is looking at the quarterback. He had it read the entire time and had a beat on the ball, which is why he had the ninety two yard interception return for a touchdown. That's just being smart. But on Derek Carr's end, as a quarterback in this league, you've been in here what, eight, nine years? You should know. You have to go through your transgression. You know, you have to look off that safety. Yeah, you have to look, go through your reads, you go, go through, through your, your progressions. Read, go through your progressions. You have to look that safety away. Yep. You know it's Bates right there, and you're looking straight at Shahid. And, of course, the cornerback, whoever it was on, I think it was Akuda on him. But whoever it was, okay, fine, he had to beat. But you miss Bates. Yeah. You miss Bates right there in the middle. So that was one of the reasons why. And then you go to the running game. Algiers ran the ball well. Bijan Robinson, if you listen, get that boy to rock. Okay. Yes. <laughs> he he is your lead back, and Algiers, that guy who can come in the fourth quarter and just hammer you down, which he did. Mm-hmm. And Cordero Patterson can still run the football. All right. Listen, we have a three running back attack. We can run the football and play defense. That's what we did. We held the Saints to five field goals. Yep. Okay. That's and impressive. That's very impressive for us. And and Ritter, Desmond Ritter came in. I thought he played pretty well. I thought he played better than what I've seen him throw. Now the two picks, he threw him first off, he threw him the honey badger, which is which is I to me is probably going to be a Hall of Fame safety. Okay, a Hall of Fame defensive back. Tyron Matthew has been special since LSU. Yep. Okay. It the the guy just knows how to play football. And uh, one of those interceptions, uh, that first that first one, you, you have to keep running the football if you're Arthur Smith. I, I didn't like the formation. I didn't like how they lined up the two receivers down at the bottom because they were both confused. Nobody knew what was going on. Yeah. Okay, I think that's where you have to call a timeout. So I'm going to blame that on the entire offense. Okay, that second one I'm going to blame on Ritter. I'm going to blame that on him because it was a back shoulder throw and he did not throw it on the back shoulder. Okay. Matthew read it the whole time, and you just gifted him that pick. Okay, you have to put that on Van Jefferson's back shoulder. He failed to do that. Fine. But he he made some crucial plays with his legs, and he made some good throws other than them two. Yep. He made some really good throws. He, he, he got Drake London involved. He got Kyle Pitts involved. And that's what really mattered here in this situation. But we have to see the consistency with him has he matured with this benching from the last couple of weeks has he is he the quarterback i'm not saying that he's going to come out and and he's aaron Rodgers or a tom brady or anything like that but now you have a division lead you're playing against the jets next week and then i'll be at the tampa game right okay those are two winnable games and and yes, it's a, it's a divisional game, but it's here. Yes. Okay. So you got two winnable games. That Jets game is going to be tricky because the Jets defense is still really really good. Okay. 
their offense is terrible. <laughs> right, their offense stinks. <laughs> their offense stinks. Tim Boyle. Yeah, mm. if you allow Tim Boyles to beat you. Then you, you know you got something wrong. You got a problem. And so I, I give this team an A- minus because I love what they did defensively. I love what they did um, in the running game, and they need to do more of that. And, of course, after that – I'm sorry, Leon. Uh, and, of course, after that second game with Tampa, then it's Carolina. That's, an, that's another winnable game. And then you get the only non-game that would be winnable – well, they're all, as Leon would point out correctly, they're all winnable. Mm-hmm. But in terms of teams that are on positive momentum swings, yeah. the only one of those teams that is not on a positive momentum swing is Indianapolis. Yes. And then after Indianapolis, you got the Bears mm-hmm. and New Orleans again. So in terms of teams that are on positive momentum swings, Indianapolis is really the only trouble spot in there because the Colts have won four in a row. They had a great win over Tampa today in a battle between Gardner Minshew and Baker Mayfield, and it seemed like both wanted to give the game away. Both had horrible (laughs) interceptions, but give Gardner Minshew the credit for leading Indianapolis. All right, Leon, you're up. What I liked about the game today was I've seen a remarkable display of football IQ by B. John Robinson. Yes. Yes. Um, Three minutes left in the game. He has an excellent breakaway run, which he could have – Translate that to even that more was yards. Algiers. That was Algiers. Yeah, who made oh, the slide? Yes, yeah, yes. that was that was Algiers. I was like, yeah. man, great. I mean, great I thought, play, right? Yeah, correct. I mean, the offensive line was pretty much. I mean, they opened up the Red Sea for the gentleman. Mm-hmm. He ran. He could have got more yards, but he did the right thing. Slid. Yep. Yes. And kept running that clock down. Yep, the clock running. John, Jonathan like, Taylor did the same thing in in uh, Indianapolis's game against New Orleans. Mm, yeah. Yep. He did. And, you know, when I was watching the game, you know, and I think I sent I sent um, to the group text, you know, because mm-hmm. right after um, Desmond threw that pick, right, I mean, it's towards the end zone. Is that me or you? Uh, I'm sorry. And an interesting thing about that, about that Indianapolis-New Orleans game um, is that Todd Bowles, he wound up, he ended the game with two timeouts in his pocket. Oh, man. Yes. And I'm not they trying to figure out how that happens because, you know, he's got to get the ball back. It's only a one-score loss. He's got to at least slow the game down, try to see if he can get the ball back. But he kept those timeouts in his pocket. I'm not yep. sure what he was thinking in that one. But in, in reference to the Falcons and um, Saints game, at some point the coaching staff or the offensive coordinators are going to have to trust Desi to throw the ball downfield. Yeah. And I know yeah. he, he had a couple unsuccessful attempts, you know, one that went straight to Honey Badger. But, you know, when – I think they gave him about 21 attempts. He completed about 13. Mm-hmm. Pretty much all screen passes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, he did – Ten-yard ten intermediate route. Like, hey, just, <laughs> just, just manage this just thing, Manage this, this, this game. And the running game did come through, you know, because, granted, there was only 168 yards in the air for the victory. Mm-hmm. But 228 on the ground for the win, I have reason to believe, like, did the Falcons win because of Desi or did they win in spite of Desi? Uh, I'm going to give you the answer both. Yeah. That's fair because that twenty-six yarder, that 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 you know he was he was blitzed. Uh-huh. He was hey, that was pressure. a throw. That was a that throw. Was, oh yeah, man. I mean, he slung that thing like it was nothing. He was just oh, he put it I mean, right the in his pocket. He, the way he he looked like that looked like an Aaron Rodgers throw. Yes, sir. And and that that was probably the best throw I had ever seen him make. <laughs> hey, was did, did you feel like all was forgiven? 
When that happened, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I was like, well, you know what? Well, here's what the here's the, we were Let's ask, it out. We right. were asking Desi not to come back. We were asking him to pad the to pad the lead to keep the offense moving. So in that instance, yes, you run the ball. You yeah. run the ball. Yeah. It would have been a different story if they were behind in this instance, and yeah. he would have had to win it with his arm. That's right. that's the question. As long as we're as long as the Falcons got the lead, as long as the defense kept denying them the end zone, mm-hmm. perfect. Let's give credit too. Arthur Smith has been on folks' radar <laughs> for a while now. Yep. But he called a heck of a game today. Oh yeah. Okay. He called a great game today. There were times where I said, well, I know Elnett, uh, what was it, the opening possession? Their opening possession when they went for it on fourth down, and I said, What are you doing, sir? <laughs> What are you doing? But after that, it was like he, he just kind of settled himself down. But I think the Bates pick six is what that team needed. That literally won the game for Atlanta. Yeah. That happened with 146 to go in the first quarter. So that won the game. And I think it probably said to Arthur, okay, we got control of this thing. We, we can beat this team. We can do what we need to do. Because Atlanta only trailed 3 nothing. That was the only time they trailed in the game, mm-hmm. and yeah, th- of course they kept it. They kept it. Um, they kept it close, right? But it's like I said, it just never felt like we were in real. They that New Orleans posed a real deep threat. Yeah, yeah. It, that's just how it feels to me. I realized that after the Honey Badger pick, mm-hmm. and just about maybe it took about two or three players. Derek Carr is running across midfield, looking like he's trying to do his best Randall Cunningham rendition. And the ball gets stripped, and Atlanta recovers the ball. Right. I was like, wow. Yeah, that, yeah, that, that, that defense, they're, they're all going to need pay raises. Oh, yeah. Because it's like the defense kept, I mean, for, for every, I mean, to me, this game was all about making up for mistakes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Desi throws the pick. Defense gets the ball back. Desi translates that into a, into a touchdown. Yep. I was like, man, I, I mean, you, you just you just want to get upset, and then you're like, wow, that defense is out there. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They're out there doing what they're supposed to do, mm-hmm. and then the offense goes off and does what they're supposed to do with a second chance. It's a game of second chances. Yep. That New Orleans did not take advantage of. Right. Yep. Um. The pass rush was actually okay. Yeah, absolutely. Today, I, I thought, Key I sacks. Thought, yeah. Uh, 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 on a, the AK. AK got a sack, number 17. Mm-hmm. He got a sack. Um, I think somebody else got a got a sack, too. Um, but Ayamata, I- I- they brought him in from New Orleans. Um, you, you know who's been it, – it's two guys who's been playing, like, extremely well for this Falcons team other than Bates. Nate Landman, who we didn't see much of today, and Caden Ellis. Caden Ellis was a second stringer. He got a, he got in a little bit uh-huh. at the second half of the year last year with New Orleans. Followed Ryan Nielsen over here because Ryan Nielsen was defensive coordinator at New Orleans. He's defensive coordinator here. But those two, watch them play. Sideline to sideline, man. <laughs> they, they, they can really get at you, and they can really get going. Uh, I, I just thought that on all phases of the football, I thought we were impressive. 
And if the playoffs ended right, if the regular season ended right now, your playoff matches are in the NFC, Seattle at San Francisco, Minnesota at Detroit, Dallas at Atlanta. In the, the Eagles having the bye. In the AFC, it's Indianapolis at Jacksonville, Pittsburgh at Miami, Cleveland at Baltimore. With the Chiefs having the bye? Okay. With Houston on the outside looking in? They are eighth. Oh, yeah, because they um, took a loss today. Yeah, Jacksonville beat them. They, t- they yeah. took a loss today, and that loss at Denver, I mean, that not Denver, that Cleveland tape took wasn't that serious. Yes. They're, they're, they're like 7-4 and four right now. And I, Yeah, I think these standings don't factor in the Cleveland, although I'm sure that's a final by now. Yeah, they're, they're, the Cleveland is 7-4. Yeah, 29-12, so Cleveland might have dropped a little bit. All right, let's that was a huge loss for Cleveland. Yep. Yep, uh, but huge win for Denver. Mm-hmm. A huge win for Denver. The loss for Cleveland, I don't know, because they're still they're still in front of Houston. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they got to sit back and get their s- collective stuff together. Well, okay. But yeah. All right. All right. So what that Cleveland loss does is it trades places with Pittsburgh. So now Pittsburgh would be at Baltimore. Cleveland gets Miami. Cleveland gets Miami. I'll tell you what else. Um, they lost their quarterback today, Dorian Thompson Robinson, to a concussion. Okay. So, so P- now Cleveland's down to their third string, PJ Walker, who we thought was going to be the starter, who should have been playing anyway. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So now they're down to him. Cleveland is a, in, is in a bit more trouble than what y'all think yes, because they are. now the quarterback position they can't rely on the defense and, and just to run the football. They're going to. I think that. I mean, the thing about the AFC North is in such great shape. They they were like the toast of the town. Everybody at one point in time was no less than five and three, no less than five and three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Since then, Joe Burrow, shoulder injury, he's out for the season. Um, Deshaun Watson, shoulder injury, he's out for the season. Yep. Yep. Now they're they're back with quarterback. It's like their their third string quarterback got a promotion to start because I guess they just want to see what he has mm-hmm. at this point. I think that the writing is on. I think that the coaching staff sees the writing on the wall. It's like okay, if we, if we, we do have room. We kind of have room yeah. to mingle, but I, if they don't get their stuff together, yeah, mm-hmm. if they don't right the ship, then <laughs> yeah, they gotta yeah they gotta find a quarter they gotta find an emergency quarterback. That's one thing because I don't think PJ Walker's gonna do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got Houston and now Denver. They signed Joe Flacco. They did sign Joe. They they did sign Joe Flacco. They did. Um. Breaking Buffalo marches in for the touchdown, the much needed touchdown. They were down four points, about a buck thirty-four left. There's still time for Jalen Hurts to do what he needs to do, but the chances are slim. Well, Philadelphia will keep the number one seed. Yeah, this is if they end up losing, they will not be. No, it, they'll be nine and two, and yeah. they're the only team in the, in the NFC with two losses. Yeah, actually, I think they're the only team in pro football with two losses. Yeah, Thanksgiving Day, we had football. We had three games. Yep. Um. I, I mean, yeah, I went off on this last week. I, well, I know I went off of it to you before our game, mm-hmm. how, how I was just so underwhelmed with what with the slate. Mm, yeah. Three, and I didn't like the fact that there were, that there were no, there, AFC. no AFC teams. Yeah. Usually it is. Um, who impressed you the most on Thanksgiving Day, if if you had anybody impressed you? Uh, Green Bay, I didn't, yeah. think, I didn't expect I, them I to be Detroit. I don't think anybody did, yeah. 
I, as I said, I still don't have my television, so uh, mm-hmm. it, it's coming back. It's coming back Monday, or either Monday night or Tuesday. It's coming back because I'm still having work done on my place, and they're finishing it t- yeah. tomorrow. So I listened to Westwood One uh, for a majority of the Washington Dallas, like the last mm-hmm. half of that one, and I listened to maybe the first half of San Francisco Seattle, right. and San Francisco just went. Had yeah, a they, great yeah, they went, start on that game. They went nuts yeah. on, on them. Yeah. Um, there was one guy that impressed me, and he continues to impress me um, each and every week that he does this. Um, gotta give, gotta give him his flowers, Deron Bland. For for him to to intercept a pass is tough. Uh-huh. To run it back for six is tougher. But what's mind blowing is that he's done it five times this year. <laughs> wow, <laughs> you know, and that's an NFL record now. Yeah. yeah, no one in the history of the league. And, and what's beautiful is how Jim Nance called it. <laughs> that's it. You guys have to go back and look at how he called it. And even his his partner Tony Romo gave him uh, gave him props. <laughs> gave him goosebumps when he called the uh, the pick six. But five times in a season to run back a pick six. It's just unbelievable to me. Not even prime time no. has done that. He hasn't even done it four times in the same. I think he's done it three. Well, they, don't throw, they, they didn't throw it to him like they that. They didn't throw it to him yeah. like that, though. Yeah. Like, for example, Deion Sanders is, is universally regarded as being the greatest cornerback of all time. Yes. I don't think, I don't think he's top five in interceptions. Um, I don't think he is. No, either. he's not. Oh, because they wouldn't they wouldn't throw, wouldn't his, throw way. his way. <laughs> it's not throwing it yeah. to him. Like, no, right. yeah. I mean, that's the thing. You you come up really strong, and then they stop throwing it to you. Yep. And then they forget about you, and then yeah. Well, of course, Dion wouldn't let people forget about him. Thing I like, and you were talking about this a little bit uh, before we came on, Leon. Denver, they're now ninth in the AFC. <laughs> They are tied. I mean, there's like a huge log jam for that last position. Buffalo, Indianapolis has got it right now on tiebreakers. But you've got Houston at six and five, Denver at six and five. Sean Payton has really got these Broncos believing in what he's t- what he's selling. And he said something to this team to, to make them buy into whatever they need to buy into. Right. And and that's what you have to do as a coach. And and I'm glad we're getting into this because. We can kind of like segue onto Ohio State, Michigan, with this point. Well, Sometimes, bef- well, before you do that, let me mm-hmm. let me let me talk a little bit about Russell Wilson, yeah. and how he's kind of rejuvenated his career after that terrible season last year. Where we were just, we and were a terrible start to this year. Yeah, we were all ready to say he was done. It was done. Yes, and now obviously he's not. Listen, he he has done a phenomenal job. He and Peyton are now together. Uh-huh. They're on the same page. And whatever message he gave him this year, because Peyton did give Wilson a message, hey, stop looking for likes on Facebook and play oh. some dog on football, man. Yes. It's going to be me or, it's gonna be me or you, and it ain't going right. to be me. Right. Yes. <laughs> which really, is, which the is, only like you should be liking, you should be worried about a Sierra. Okay? Yeah. Once, <laughs> if you got that like, you're all – and me. Good. And me. And me. Yeah. He needs to give Angel Reese that advice. Anyway, yeah, yeah. <laughs> your point. Go. I got to talk like Russell Wilson is we're best friends now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Arguably, the Denver Broncos are the hottest team in the NFL right now. Five-game winning streak. Mm-hmm. They have three 
upcoming very well four upcoming very winnable games. Well, next week is going to be an absolute huge one for huge. their postseason. Winnable. It, yes, no question it's winnable, but, boy, it's a big one. Major, that Oakland? major no, postseason. Houston. 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 Oh, that's Houston. Yes. That's the Houston game. Major Houston. major postseason implications with that game. Tied with them right now, 6-5. and five. They can really put get get a big win, get into the uh, postseason. Well, they flexed that game, too. They're in the conversation. Oh, they flexed it? They flexed it. It was actually at was, one point yeah, it so, was at 4 o'clock. Well, now it's a 1 it's o'clock. It's a 1 o'clock game. Yeah, they pushed it up to yep. 1. Yep, that's why. They flexed it. Well, they have a well, they put Cincinnati and Cincinnati and Jacksonville at Monday night, and Kansas City Green Bay at NBC. At NBC, Damn. Well, yep. because of Kansas City, yeah. Go ahead. They have a very winnable game against the Chargers coming up. <laughs> so I was going to ask you. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but I got to tell the truth. Oh come on, Leon! You've got a next weekend. You've got a very winnable game at New England. Is this the season? Is tonight tonight's game against the Ravens? If they lose this game, is the season over? It's a wrap. Sorry, it's technically already the way it's going. Four and six. Let, yeah. No, no, let's be honest with you. We have to win this game right here. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. If we lose this game against the night against the eight and three Ravens, mm-hmm. then four and seven puts us. The way things are going, I'm talking about the way things are trending right now in the AFC. Uh huh. Yep. The way. The Broncos are surging. Yep. The way the Chiefs are front running. Yeah. Yep. But we ain't even talking about the division. Y'all ain't winning the division. No, but I'm just saying like, though, they, they, the, 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 um, the way the Chiefs are front running, I mean, the way the Broncos are 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 are, are surging. You're mm-hmm. two games out. Yep. How the Steelers are consistent. Yep. How Miami is just looking just. Well, they, put your they, track I, shoes on. Yeah, yeah. Even yeah. though, um, even though Tua didn't have the the best game, yeah. You know, we're talking about one touchdown and two interceptions. But at the same time, put the track shoes on. They're, they're, they, I mean, they did what they were supposed to do against the Jets. They, they damn near blew them out. It's not looking good for the Chargers. So no, it's not. I have to be, I have to be, I have to be brutally honest for our listeners that yes, if um, that the the way the Broncos are surging. And the way the Chargers are not, that is a very winnable game. They have a great game coming up, which is a make-or-breaker against the Detroit Lions. And if the, if the Detroit Lions, right now, they took a they, they took a shocking loss just recently. Yeah, they lost to Green Bay. They play the Saints next week. I'm so glad. Right, which they got, they, they are mad. They they gotta get some momentum back. Yeah, they they need the momentum back. And what way to do it in the, against a team whose offense is just really struggling right now? Which is going to line them up for a great game against the against the Broncos. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a huge game for both teams. Yep. Um, I think I believe that I see Detroit um making it to the playoffs and possibly winning their division. But this yep. is a game that they're gonna that they're gonna have to win. Well, they got the Vikings two games back. The uh, Packers are three games back, and of course we've we've ignored the Bears. <laughs> I can't believe we we got to that point to say we have ignored the Bears. <laughs> that is ridiculous, man. <laughs> I yeah. think Justin Fields is going to be on the move next season. Potentially, it's possible with with Caleb Williams and that quarterback class coming out. Somebody's going to look for them a quarterback. Yeah, right. And and it's and that's. Do you blame part. Fields or do you blame the coaching staff? 
I, I think you blame the coaching staff because I think you blame the organization. Yeah. They haven't just built the talent around him. Again, I, I keep going back to this. Last season against Detroit, you line him up in the backfield. He's in the shotgun formation, and then a, a wide receiver comes in under center, and they pitch it to him, and he runs like he's a running back. <laughs> Yo, dude, it's it's not him. <laughs> it's it's the system. When you do that, when you have to come up with crap like that, then that's <laughs> – that's what it is. And then they wonder why the man gets hurt all the time. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? In, in, in the press conference, you're staring like. <laughs> I mean, I thought it was a great play. That's what he's supposed to say. Yeah, you want him to say what he's thinking, yeah, which, is what the, yeah. which is, you know, that play call stunk. Right. You know, you're, 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 not, you're not playing to my strengths. You're not playing to what I can do. You're trying to make me something I'm not. Right. What if he Marshawn Linson is that I'm only talking to y'all so I don't get fined? I mean, for real. That would have been dope of him. <laughs> yeah, that would have been. That would have been. That would have been correct. It would have been I mean, right that's, you know. So, so what are you thinking, Justin? I'm I'm, I'm only talking to you so I don't get fined. <laughs> I, I just don't look. want to get fined. <laughs> Justin, what's your view on brother. climate change? I just don't want to get fined. Sitting the bylaws, brother. <laughs> I gotta be up here. I gotta be. I don't. You know. I just don't want to get fined. You know, uh, is, there's another team that has a that has some crucial um, games coming up, and that's Dallas. So we look at Dallas. They're the they along with Chicago and New York Giants. They're the only three teams who have not beaten a team with a winning record this year. For hmm. real? Okay. Yes. The only those are the only three teams. So. A, a lot of teams you look. A lot of times you look at them and say, "Man, are they frauds?" <laughs> right? Yeah, because we just don't know. Cause they put the beats by Dre on the Commanders. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Put the whoa. They put forty-five up on them. Yeah, and you twenty-five know? of the uh, twenty-five of the forty-five came in the fourth quarter. In the fourth quarter, yeah, because the Commanders were like, "Well, you know, we're done. We're done here. <laughs> <laughs> we're done." Um, they fired Jack Del Rio right yep. after that game, yep. telling him Happy Thanksgiving. And you know what normally happens after that, <laughs> Ron? Yeah, yeah. I'm saying, saying Double R hasn't gotten his uh, Ron. <laughs> Jackson, uh, Jack Del Rio, I see you're at the uh, Thanksgiving uh, plate. I see plate. you're boning yeah. up on our Thanksgiving meal. Well, here's a to-go box. Yeah. <laughs> um, um. So just make sure you fill it up. Yep. Yeah, Dallas has got Seattle on Thursday night. So oh. Dallas has got Seattle, and then mm-hmm. I think there's games against. Buffalo, Miami, Detroit, Oof. Philadelphia again—that's coming up for them. Yeah, I think they're they're so, done with the Giants now. They're done with Washington. I think they're done with the Giants and Washington. I know they're done with Wash uh, with the Giants. Yeah, I know, I know that. With them. Yeah, I know that. They're not done with Washington. Oh, they they got more? another game with them. Okay. So, it, but still a divisional game, and Washington might have one of those games. And where that's they're probably saying, Week Seventeen. That's probably Week Seventeen. Yeah, they're not gonna they're not gonna spend Dallas Philadelphia on a Week mm-hmm. Seventeen. No, that's. That's too important. They're gonna they're gonna flex that into a Monday night into a Monday night or a Sunday night game. Well, the Eagles kicker just went Steph Curry on everybody. Oh man, this game's tied at thirty one. This is a good game, man. They're about to OT that thing. We're not mm-hmm. talking about out of town. No. Nope. So, taking everything we just into consideration, we just said about Dallas, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. They're eight and three. Yeah. Excellent record. Five games over five hundred. Week twelve. I mean, you couldn't ask for a better position. Now let's take let's take their schedule in consideration, okay? Winning team, 
in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Due to play Atlanta in the play in the playoffs mm-hmm. here. If Atlanta holds, sir. Yep, yep. Because Dallas will hold that five seed. Yep. They're not catching Philly, but they'll hold that five. I mean, yeah, no one's gonna, no one's gonna. Well, I mean, it's hard. I mean, here, they do have a couple teams two games behind them. Mm-hmm. Minnesota, Seattle. I don't think they're gonna. Well, you know what? If Buffalo wins this game, they've got Philadelphia in two weeks on Sunday night. Yeah. Big game. Big game. Yeah. Now it becomes a big game. Yeah. Now, if Dallas do what they need to do, that's it could be for the division lead, actually. Yeah. Because I think Dallas would own the tiebreaker then. I think they would. Well, 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 no, because if it's by strength of schedule, by strength of victory, then, oh, uh, uh, God, no. <laughs> they, they, yeah, they, they're probably dead last on the list. They judge by that in the NFL? Huh? Strength of victory? Strength of victory. That's that's one thing that they go by. Yeah, that's like on the low end. Oh, okay. It, 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 just, just in case there's some type of – we're going to start – So, you got to start cherry picking. You got head-to-head, then you got divisional, and then you've got conference record, and then I think you have interconference. And we're gonna see how well how pretty's record. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Okay. How beautiful do y'all look? And you're right, John, at Washington week seventeen. Yeah, at but I'm looking at the at Buffalo, at Miami, back to back, and then Detroit. That that stretch, this that four game stretch, uh, you can count can Seattle use, too. Yeah, five game stretch. That five game stretch. Woo. All teams with winning records. All teams with winning records except in the Washington. If they can get through that gauntlet, man, it, it, we're talking about something here. Yep. Oh, okay. Let's take everything you just said in consideration. Mm-hmm. Over under, um, do they win? What? They are at three. Eight three. They're at eight and they're three. They're at three. They got six more games up. Mm-hmm. Where they go three? They where they got six games left. Yep. So, but um, if they go yeah. three and three, you're saying that they're going to go two and three in that stretch. I mean, we don't. I, mean, I think we're all I mean, assuming they're going to beat Washington. They're untested. Yes. That's why. Yeah. They're unproven. Like they're exactly. Okay, so if we take Washington out, all right, we – well, no, I wouldn't even take them out because Washington is known for ruining Dallas. Any given, sun, any given Sunday. Any given Sunday, they're right. known for ruining – so let's put them in. That This the last six games. I do see three and three. I see them beating Seattle. But that means they got to get a game in between this time. And I think they're going to get Philadelphia. I think at home on a Sunday night they're going to get Philadelphia. It's at Buffalo and at Miami they're going to trip up at. Miami's going to – Because, you know, Dallas is is known to have a great defense this year, right? Mm-hmm. They're going to get tested against Miami. Yep. Well, Miami's going to test that. Well, I'm, I'm going to give you all four and two. I'm, I'm going to give you four and two. I'm going to say Seattle, Philadelphia. They're going to lose at Miami. They're going to beat Buffalo, Detroit, they're going to lose to Detroit okay, and Washington. So, well, I've got Seattle, Philly, Buffalo, Detroit, uh, 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 Commanders. So, they're going to have a two-game losing streak between at Miami and Detroit. I don't know. I, I, I'm going to disagree. I think, okay. Se- I think Seattle can surprise them. Mm, okay. Thir- they played Thursday night. Yeah. So, that's three extra days. Mm-hmm. Or wait a minute. No, you know, so no, 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 get the no, week. no, 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 I'm both wrong. Both teams I'm wrong. get a week. Yeah, both teams get a week. Yeah. Both teams, it's Dallas that gets, no, yeah, both teams get a week. So they both play third, they both play on Thanksgiving. Yes, and that's, and that's what the NFL does. Yeah. So that, so they switch it up like that just to keep them, just to keep 
it all straight. Yep. That's what they do. That's what they do. They've done it for the last two years yep. with Dallas, giving them the Thursday night right after Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. So Dallas, you know, whatever. But, I, but like yeah, I said, but you might be right, John. Because I like they can I get mean, them. Yeah, because I think Seattle. They know they see this game mm-hmm. as a chance to. Because that's one of the teams they're cat. They're behind. I mean, yep. they're not gonna. They're not gonna catch San Francisco too far behind. Well, they're two games behind San Francisco, so they're still focused on that. But you know. But two games behind Dallas, yeah, I think they, I can, I think they can. And they're going to need that game. And Geno Smith got banged up in that loss to Seattle. Okay. So let's see how he is. Let's see how Seattle responds to that beatdown they took from San Francisco. They had a chance to prove that they can hang right. with them, and and that okay, well, we can possibly win this division. Mm-hmm. But it just shows that the 49ers, I don't care what kind of stretch they went on. They're like heads, they're, they're they, really heads and shoulders heads above. Heads and shoulders above. Yep. That division. That division. Yep. What is Minnesota? I gotta look up Minnesota's schedule. I gotta look that up. And while we do that, so you wanted to segue to to Michigan, Ohio State, and it, it was, and I was talking about coaching. Okay. Yeah. Because okay. Ryan Day mm-hmm. had an. I think he, he, he lost he that coached, game. Yeah, I thought to me he he was too conservative. Mm-hmm. But Sharon Moore. I mean, listen, for your team to be missing your head coach for three games, okay, and with all the scrutiny that Michigan is underneath, and you to ask Jerome Moore to step in and say, all right, I got to get I gotta get them in a position to where they have to – to where they can get to the Big Ten championship. Okay. And your team hadn't been playing well in the last two or three weeks. And then you come and you play the biggest game and you coach the biggest game in your life against the Ohio State Buckeyes, a team who possibly still could get into the college football playoff with that loss. Yep. And just depending on what happens next weekend with championship weekend, right? Right. Because you have to think if Florida State loses to Louisville, then there will be a a two-loss SEC champion. Florida State is out. I, I would understand that. Uh, the Washington Oregon winner is going to the. Um, it's it's going to get in. It's going to get in. But if Washington wins and Florida State wins, then it's Georgia Michigan and 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 Michigan beats Iowa in the Big Ten. It's Georgia Michigan Washington Florida State. Right. And that's what it should be because you have four unbeaten's from different conferences. Now going back to him, Sharon Moore, I thought he coached an aggressive game. Yeah, he was. After him the whole game. Yeah, they was after they were after Kyle McCord the entire game, and it was just really nothing that he can do. I mean, he played efficient. He was efficient with his stuff, but man, it was the running game. And and then when their lineman went down with that horrific knee injury, that turned everything around. I was glad I was listening to it and not watching it. Yeah, me too. Me too. I was actually listening. I was in the yard while okay. I was listening to it. So, but again, I give kudos to Sharon Moore. And sometimes it's not about X's and O's when it comes to coaching. How can I motivate this these group of men to go out here and say, let's do this. Let's get this done. And I say that to say, Sharon Moore, some people might be looking at this guy in the future for a head coaching position. He's the offensive coordinator and the offensive line coach yep. for Michigan right now. Somebody could be looking at him. Because he's been auditioning these last three games, and he probably doesn't even know. He probably didn't even care. Probably not. And that's what it's and that's what it's been 
so far. I was impressed with it. I was impressed with uh, championship weekend in its own way. I'm, I'm sorry, with rivalry week. Yeah. So if you're the if you're the alumni, mm-hmm. you think kind of he he indirectly saved Harbaugh's job. Uh, you know, I think, a, I think Harbaugh's job was never on the line. I mean, because because they hired him not just to you know be twelve and zero. Mm-hmm. They hired him not just to win their division. Mm-hmm. Because the, the the my next statement goes hand in hand with that. Yep. They hired him to keep beating Ohio State. Yep, and they've won, done it three straight times. Yes. Yep. And he did it vicariously through his coaching staff. Yep. But he's but he's still not. But that's just to show that Harbaugh knows how to build, kind of knows the right kind of men to build around him to motivate. His players. I wonder, did he have him on Bluetooth? <laughs> probably. <laughs> he probably did. You know what? There's some of that stuff that that he did. I, it's really <laughs> unconventional to me because Jim Harbaugh is a defensive minded. He he's he loves to run the football, and he's conservative. Yeah, he's all about field position. You know the one song, classic song by Jodeci, "Forever My Lady." Oh yeah. And how how does KC start it out? <laughs> Don't talk. Don't just, talk, listen. just listen. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Hey, man, that's I miss the R&B, man, because they used to talk. They, they would talk to you in the oh, 90s, yeah. man. Oh, yeah. They talk to you at first and tell you, hey, girl, come here. <laughs> I'm about to tell you something. <laughs> and then I could just listen to that and just hold on. I'm, I'm going to take that and run with it. Uh, yeah, right. I ain't got to sing a song to you no more. But I, I see your point, though. I see, I see where you're going with it, though. So it, it, my thing is this. I don't think that. I think Harbaugh has always been in charge of what he's going to do. Yeah. He was watching the game with this on. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He's he watching this with this yeah. on. Yeah. Communicating. Oh, yeah. 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 And the thing is, is that it, we, we've said it here before. Some of us have probably joked about it. Some of us have probably been serious about it. He, If he stays, it would be because he wanted to. Uh-huh. Because the NFL is going to call him. In a few minutes and say, hey, man, look, we know what's going on. We, we understand you didn't want to do whatever, whatever, whatever. We know how good of a coach you are. Because he is, man. He's a, yeah. he's a phenomenal head coach. He's a phenomenal head coach. Now, I believe he got punished for the Kaepernick thing, though. Kaepernick got kicked out of the league and so did he. Yeah. Yeah. Because yep. he stood behind his quarterback. Yep. He is a player's coach. And that's why those, play, those men out there, those 53 men that suit up in maize and blue, that's why they go out there, and that's why they play for him. And and just for the record, folks, uh, they are still on upset alert. Don't let that Iowa team fool you. Okay, right. that defense is for real. They they are a first team to thirteen points win defense because their offense is terrible. But <laughs> but their defense is legit. They won on a game winning field goal. I hate to bring this up to you, but they won on a game winning field goal with a guy that didn't even kick the field goal. Okay. <laughs> It, so they are they are legit. Iowa is really really good on defense, and but we said this about that two years ago, and and, the, and Michigan just ran them off the field. Yeah, my guys are five and seven. Curtis Hills guys. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Matt Rule might lose his job. By the oh, way, yeah, he's going to get up out of here. Yeah. Yeah. L- l- losing record, including a loss to Colorado, which has looked very bad now at the Buffaloes end of the year four and eight. They haven't won a game since week. What, in about a month? At least. Yeah. 
And uh, I, who's this, Prime? Yeah. And yeah. I heard that uh, every team in the Big Ten has made a bowl since, Mich- since the last time Nebraska made a bowl. Yes. Wow. So yeah. it's been a while. And Ugh. and so maybe you're right. Maybe they will go in another direction for Matt Rule. And unfortunately, we are not at the – the one thing I don't like about all this realignment, mm-hmm. we have no idea what the 2024 schedule is looking like. Nope. <laughs> nope. Because usually right now the, 2024, the 2024 schedule, it's out. It's mm-hmm. ready. We can look at it. We can start planning games. Because I said this to you on the way into the studio. I said, yeah. man – I can't wait to. to, to I wish twenty thousand twenty four <laughs> schedule will start right, right now. now. I know across the board, and I mean we mean from high school because high school was for us folks. Yeah, uh, Georgia's reclassification is coming up. Yeah. So for us, and then for college, oh my god, for college, <laughs> and just the NFL in general, it's just like yeah, let's get this season. Let's get the season <laughs> out of the way so we can start the countdown to twenty twenty four. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So usually we have some idea what week zero is looking like. We have you know. Nothing has been established, right? Although I think some schools do have like oh, um, out of out of conference game scheduled. I think some have, but in terms of actually who's playing when, what, what network, you know, we don't know. And I want mm-hmm. and I want to get those dates. I want to get those times. I want to start analyzing. I want to start looking at what what the good matchup is going to be. I want to get started with this, right? And, but but well, speaking of getting started. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about being ended. I want to travel up I-95 to Foxborough. And I'm talking about two picks first half to the pine. Mm-hmm. Talking about MJ. And I'm not talking about the MJ. Nah, you ain't know. talking about him. <laughs> no, yeah, he is riding the pine. He is, I think his era is done. Uh, Bailey, the legend of Bailey Zappi. Uh, that is... <laughs> Uh, that didn't do. That didn't do too well against the Giants today. He did get a touchdown with them. I the way what I'm hearing is that the team wants Malik Cunningham. Really? That's what I'm hearing. Hmm. Okay. That is that the players. That's what or, I'm hearing. Uh, okay. Well, I mean, I, I, I mean, like I said that, and when I say I'm hearing, it might be a random tweet from some some supposed insider. But you know, so he's the third stringer. Yeah, he's the third stringer. Okay. I think he was, and it looks like Buffalo got a field goal. Yeah, they they hadn't won yet because Philly hasn't touched the ball yeah, yet. Yeah. So okay, I, wow, I didn't know this. Because you look at it. Right now, Carolina, number one pick again. Mm-hmm. They're not taking a quarterback. Yep. So then New England with the two pick, mm-hmm. they are taking a quarterback. Yeah. I it's mean, about 100% chance. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Caleb Williams, unless someone gives Carolina an absolutely incredible package to move. Yeah. And I think someone will. Yeah, because Carolina's probably they – will, they will say – we got to give Bryce Young another shot. Uh, we got to build some talent around him. His offensive line stinks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They, they are bad. They are terrible. So Adam Thielen is a start in terms of weapons. Of weapons, but yeah. But you need a line and you need a weapon. And you need a run game because right. their running so. game is not good. But it starts with their offensive line. They can't protect nobody. Yeah. They can't block nobody. So they're, they're really, really bad at, at that point. They are really in – 
in, in a mode where they are re hitting the reset button. They might have to hit it about five times to get that Nintendo uh, cartridge to work. Yeah, they so, got a yeah. They they have a short in their wire, but they they have they're they're short. Well, they have to they have to the O line. They have to take it out. They have to blow well, on right. it and then put it mm-hmm. back in. Probably Maybe that'll Q, get probably get the Q tip dipping alcohol. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. line it against line the it, you know <laughs> all that stuff. But I can see to to that point. I can see that happening. Um, you got Caleb Williams. You got Michael Penix Jr. You got Bo Nix. You got uh, the kid from LSU who's a front runner for the Heisman. Uh, Jaden Daniels. Daniels. Yep. Um, who else you got? That's coming out. If Shador Sanders decide to even come out, no, not yet, not this year. I don't think he will, but nah, you gotta wait till next year because we gotta wait because we gotta see how he performs. Right now, the Buffaloes have to. They they gotta go to the Midwest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, they go to the Big Twelve next year. So. Yeah, they gotta go yeah. to the Midwest, but they go to the Midwest high schools. Yep. Possibly some JUCOs, <laughs> and they need to go off there and, and start scouting some some offensive linemen. Yeah, you, got, you, you, you gotta you, you gotta if you want your offense to cook, you gotta give your you gotta give your chef enough time to stir the pot. That's true. And unfortunately, as soon as he says hike. They're hiking their cleats up his rear. <laughs> so, you can't really do much about that. Yes. But as far as the Patriots is concerned, you know, I, I, could, I mean, when Bill Belichick sees their bright young rookie that they draft pretty high. Yeah. Because he hasn't drafted a quarterback in quite some time. Well, since Jimmy – what, the last quarterback he drafted was Jimmy G? Who, uh, Belichick? It was Zap. It was Zap? Oh, he did draft that young man. He but I'm talking about he had, he had a high draft. But oh, you mean as a high, high draft? draft pick? Yeah. Well, yeah, what that. do you consider high? Because Mac Jones was high. Yeah. Oh, man. See? It just uh, you, If you look at the way he's playing, it's like, dang. Yeah. He was. Yeah, he was high. And, in fact, I think Mac Jones is the highest he's ever drafted. Yeah, he doesn't usually draft. Well, remember – he didn't have to draft high, Leon. Oh man, what because a, he had Tom Brady. Right. So yeah, that's what, yeah, draft. that's when he was never drafting high. Yeah, he he drafted. I think the highest that, but I think the Garoppolo was a third round pick, and everybody was looking like, uh oh, what what, <laughs> you know? So yeah, he just never it, he's never really drafted high, and he drafted Mac Jones at a high rate because he knew because I think that was at the time when Brady had left to go to Tampa, right? I think that was the year, and then Mac Jones took over. Oh man! Oh no! Excuse me, Cam Newton took over. Yeah, but then he was a placeholder. Yeah, he was. Yeah, Mac Jones was the fifteenth overall pick. Yeah, yeah, he was a high draft pick. Man, he's a bust. (laughs) You've labeled it already. (laughs) Yeah, he's a bust. Oh man, what a let no Bill What a letdown. Exactly. Well, let me ask you this: Can he go to another team and re- and revive himself? Who are you? Okay, let, let, let's go. Let's, let's let's take that step further. If you see two quarterbacks on the move right now, two high-profile quarterbacks on the move next year: Mac Jones mm-hmm. and Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. Which quarterback is most likely to see success with a different team? Probably Fields because of his uh, because of. Because of his skill set, his dynamic, what he can bring to the table. He can run. We're, we're in a new day and age now where you got to be able to move that pocket, baby. So if you're Arizona mm-hmm. and 
based on the way their season is panning out, mm-hmm. that they will move on from Kyler Murray at the end of this year, potentially. I, I think they will. I can see why they won't, simply because he was hurt. And I also think that that might factor into their decision because that might mean that, well, I, I don't think they can trade him. I, I, or, let, me, let, me, let me rephrase that. They're going to want to get something in return. Yes. The problem is, he's in the, other, in the eyes of the league, he's damaged goods. They're going to want him in there and playing well. He's one of those quarterbacks who is playing. He's auditioning for a different team next season. Yeah. Okay. That's, what, that's what he's doing. Let's go a little further. If you're in New Orleans, because they might miss the playoffs this year. Yeah. Say, any team that misses the playoffs this year is looking for another quarterback. I don't, think, I don't think the Saints are. I don't think the Saints are either. You don't think so with Derek Carr? Or yeah, with Derek Carr at quarterback, no, I don't think the Saints are. Oh. I, I think they're going to give Carr maybe another year or two. Yeah. Okay. Chargers are going to give Herbert another year. Yeah, he's, he's, yeah. he's, he's we're not worried about him. Yeah. yeah. But um, oh, this you were year. Talk, you were this talking year. about teams that needed to yeah, 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 in okay, the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. No, that, that was a bit overspit because I was, I was <laughs> going somewhere with this one. I wasn't going to look at the Saints. <laughs> I'm going somewhere else with this one. Going somewhere else with this Okay. We'll just drive. We'll just take Interstate 10. Mm-hmm. Down the street, and then we'll make a right on seventy five and go straight south to Tampa Bay. Okay, yeah. If okay. they miss the playoffs, yeah, I think they, uh, yeah, I think they do take a take a break from Baker. I I think they take a break break from break Baker, but I don't think they breaker look. breaker 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 breaker. breaker. <laughs> you don't I think don't they think go- that I don't. I think they like Kyle Trash. So you don't think they could take on Mac Jones? No, no. Unless oh, no. he's unless, but he has to win the job from Trask. And Let's Ky- say they get rid of Baker. The problem, yeah, but Kyle Trask has got the home field advantage. Yep, yeah. he's he can put Florida butts in the seats. In the seats, because Gainesville is not that far. Nope, not at all. We gotta see what he could do. It stinks from there, by the way. Yeah, I can believe it. <laughs> yeah, we got we gotta see what he could do though. Well, maybe if Tampa season goes down, see, Tampa, their season is on life support. Yep. If they if they lose the next two games, maybe they say, you know what? Let's put ba- let's put Trask and see what he can do. Mm. Who do they have before Atlanta? They have <laughs> if they lose to Carolina, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't see them losing to Carolina. That's a home game, uh, but and that's a four hundred five CVS game. So that means Spiro Dides will probably be out there. But and Adam Archuleta, Adam Archuleta. Yeah. I saw them and today. Spiro, Spiro Dides is nice though. He's he's cool. Yeah. Oh, by the way, we were talking earlier about Minnesota. We never got back to them. They have Detroit back to. Uh, they have Detroit two times in the last three weeks. Three weeks in the last three weeks of the season. Yes. Oh wow, they're going to win one of those. And, probably, and, they, and Green Bay's. It, it, you think they're going to win one of those? And Green Bay is the baloney in that sandwich. So they got divisional they got games. The whole division. Dang, that's hard. Yo, that's ridiculous. But that was just like what we had about two years ago. When we, when we Who had that. I don't know who did, but they get the Bears. To, they finish with the Bears tomorrow. So they got all divisional games. Well, the last three will be divisional games. Yeah. So we're talking life, life straight on the line. Yeah. And, and they and are it's t- Detroit. The so measuring stick. Exactly. Two games behind Detroit for the uh, title for the uh, division crown. Well, they got a shot. Yeah. So if they if, could st- if they could stay with the Lions in between there. Yeah. If they can keep it steady like they're doing and stay, it, they have to be able to see Detroit. Mm-hmm. They can't get further than two back. Yeah, they don't need binoculars to see Detroit. They need to be able to look at them face to face and say, "Hey, touchdown!" Game over. All right, Philly wins. 
Oh, what a heck of a way to win a game. That was a game. What a game. What a heck of a game. What a game. That is a heck of a way to lose for Buffalo. Oh, Philadelphia, man. the favorites to win it all. Potentially, I, I think Miami. they are. I, the way, I think they are. The way he just ran in because you got you got the Chiefs too. You got the Chief of Miami has something to say about that. The man just ran in with his hand spread like, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 it's it's just going to be hard to beat Philadelphia, especially in Lincoln Financial. Right. It, it's it's going to be tremendously hard. No matter the weather. Um, Kansas City has to get their offense back to running. Like it used to. They've they've had a bit of a well. Slowdown. If you're talking about Kansas City, remember that's going to be the Super Bowl in Las Vegas. Oh yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, that's going to be almost like a good home point. game. Yeah, man, we need to get out there, man. <laughs> well, well, you have a place to stay. Yeah, that's right, Judy. <laughs> Hold on. I, 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 do you mind? Do you mind sleeping with a 50 pound ball of fur? Uh, well, that too. <laughs> <laughs> That, that would be a dog. Yeah. <laughs> that would be a Wheaton Terrier. Yep. So. I want to look into that. Cassie. <laughs> God, we got to check the plane tickets. Yeah. Oh, they, you can tell they're going to be nuts. Oh, yeah. The so. plane tickets and the tickets itself. Well, I'm, oh, not, I'm not worried about the tickets. I'm not worried about the Super Bowl going, you know. Yeah. Super Bowl is one of those things where you don't have to go to the game to have a good time. No, you don't. You can just, you can you, just be around it. Exactly. Yeah. Just yeah. hang out in the different hotels. Oh. So, uh, Super Bowl parties you're out singing this year? Nah, I'm probably not going to be in town. Oh, man. Yeah, he says he's <laughs> going to Las Vegas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I will be for my birthday because it's my 40th. But I don't know. And it's your 42nd. Second. Second. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I don't know where I would be. And then even with that, so me and my wife, we I, I proposed to her on February the 29th of 2016. Wow. So we said, yeah. So we celebrated. Well, that's brilliant for you because you know. only have to celebrate that every four years. I know. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's <laughs> very smart. But the that's, thing is what I said. That, that, so the thing is, and the funny part is that she caught it. She uh, caught on to it and, like around the 27th. Like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. So you going to propose to me on the very last day of this month? It's like, wow, okay. I didn't plan it like that. I ain't plan <laughs> but, but we said that every – that. Uh, on or around that time, we were going to go somewhere or do something that we've never done before. So I have to come up with something that we've never, ne- where we've never been oh. or something like that okay. in 2024. So Vegas is out because ah. we've been there together like four times. Ah. So, so, But, of course, because she already said it, I I don't like Vegas right now. <laughs> uh, give me about two or three years and we'll probably go back. But, All right. I need to – that – that made, that made me think of something. I got to check something out. I'll, mm-hmm. And actually, I'll do that when the show's over because we're almost at the end. Uh, Daniel and I were at the Mac McConnell Talbert Stadium on Friday night. Watch Creekside get so much revenge. Mm-hmm. 35-14 victory over Warner Robins. They are in the semifinals for 5A in the Georgia High School uh, football playoffs. Creekside, we were talking about Vincent Berry, their senior quarterback, but boy, they have got two stud junior receivers, Drew Vickerson, Jamari Hayes, both of them with big catches for touchdowns. Mm-hmm. They are a really good dynamic duo. We're going to have to deal with them for Pace Academy in the region in the region next season. It's just a matter for them who their quarterback is going to be, but man, you look at Creekside, they are a as good as I've seen, they got to get past Jefferson. I think they will get past Jefferson, especially at home, to get to the 5A final. Probably going to play coffee 
and uh, well, actually, Coffee and Cartersville. That's going to be a battle between yeah. those two, either. So, really, it's going to be pretty much a toss-up on that end. But I, but man, I think Creekside is just on a mission this year. They were at they were at Mount Day, lost sixty-two to zero, but that's their only blemish. Yep. Uh, I just think that they just see what the mission is, and they are not going to stop until they hit Mercedes-Benz in two weeks. Yeah, it was just a, ba a matter of getting past Warner Robins, and they knew that Warner Robins potentially would get in their way. And they, you know what, I have to give Maurice Dixon his flowers, man. He, he did what uh, Sharon Moore did for Michigan. Uh -huh. He played an aggressive game because three of Barry's four touchdown throws were on fourth down. Yes. And that, yes. that was what was incredible to me. And it just wasn't fourth down. It was just – It was, was fourth, fourth and, and ten. ten. Yeah, fourth, fourth and, and long. Fourth and long. He had a fourth and ten, and I think he had a fourth and 12 in there yep. at one and point And they were in there from the 20 to the 40. Yeah. So we, so we understood where he was going from, but he's like, okay, we're not getting the first down. We're going for the touchdown. We're going for the touchdown. And he got it. And I think everyone was – I think I think Warner Robbins was expecting them to go for the first down. So when they got behind in the secondary and was able to take it for the – for six points, that kind of surprised him. And the thing of it is, Warner Robins never really figured out that that's what they were doing. Yeah, they didn't. They, they did not adjust to that. They, they couldn't adjust to it. And, and even when they, they fought back into the game, they had a nice little drive. Um, when Judd Anderson, the Miami commit, threw the touchdown pass to Isaac, yeah. it, it cut it to 28-14. And then you're like, oh, okay, they're going to do something here. And then they get the ball back. Uh, they, they get a three and out. They get the ball back. But then Anderson fumbles, and it's, and it's Creekside that forced it. Two costly fumbles at the end was really – Tavari Terrell. Yep, yep. To, and one of the terrible Yeah, one right? of the, Just the other one. The we, other thought one. The, we thought the other one was going to be the big star, yeah, but, it was, yeah. but it was his brother who Travis, was. Travis didn't play in that game. He might have been hurt, but yeah. he didn't play in that game. Yeah, Shane Kelly didn't play. He must have been And Shane Kelly didn't, didn't play. I've but they didn't need him, John. No, they didn't. No, they, again, Jamari Hayes stepped up, and Vickerson had a big game. Yep. And Vincent Berry, who had 17 touchdowns and nine interceptions last year, and you translate that going into last night's game, 33 touchdowns, three interceptions. It's just to show. And he Mario did have Dixon. an interception last night. Yeah, he, he had an interception Friday night. Yeah, yeah, he, he threw did. only his fourth pick. Yeah. But he got four touchdowns, so that's what, 37 and four? Yeah, and it was it was really kind of weird because I thought Warner Robins would be a little bit better on the offense. Yeah. Judd Anderson comes to them from a region foe. He started the season at Jones County, then two or three games, transfers into Warner Robins in the region. Yeah. And still, and you know, but we really didn't see much of the offense. Anyway, Daniel and I will have a semifinal game this Friday night. We just don't know where it is. Right. Uh, we've got three choices. It's either going to be Cavalry Day at Cedar Grove, a battle between number one and two. Uh, it's either going to be Perry or Stars Mill mm -hmm. or Benedictine at Stockbridge. Right. Uh, out of that, yeah, the, the sexy matchup is going to be Cavalry Day and Cedar Grove. Yes. The interesting matchup is going to be Benedictine and Stockbridge. Yes. And, again, the wild card is Perry and Stars Mill. And we say that because we've never been to Stars Mill. We've never been to Stars <laughs> right, Mill. So. We've, been to Bened we've been to Stockbridge. Mm -hmm. We don't like Stockbridge. Nothing personal, guys. It's right. just don't put us in the middle of the speakers while the DJ's revolving. Exactly. Just don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. We, the last time we were here, there, Daniel and I, we couldn't hear ourselves. We, we couldn't hear ourselves. Or each other. Yep. And that was the game where Stockbridge just beat up on Pace Academy. Uh, Max Crawford had a pick six, and that was the only offense that the Knights could uh, could muster. So anyway, you, wherever we'll be, we'll, you can catch it on the NFHS Network 
at 7.30 Eastern Time on this Friday. Uh, if you ca- if you follow Daniel Mind socials, either on Facebook or on Twitter at John underscore Morgo, J-O-H-N underscore M-O-R-G-O, I will definitely post the links of wherever we wind up. Second straight year, we're getting a semi. Gotta love it. Love it. And uh, we'll see you next week here for the last three guys to do a podcast. I'm we- actually out of town. Okay, so we won't. We won't. We'll have our guest host with us, and um, we'll be talking more NFL. So, again, like us. Mash that subscribe button. Catch us on iTunes, on Spotify, wherever you get your favorite podcast. Appreciate all your support. I'm John Morgan for Daniel Bolton and Leon Brown. We'll see you next week. This has been an edition of The Last Three Guys to Do a Podcast. <laughs>